Welcome in to overtime of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And coming up, we still got lots more to dive into, lots more to tackle and recap. We got the rest of high school football to recap. Beast mode, how do you like me now? And everything that that brings NFL, MLB postseason. And we'll see whatever else we can get to uh, here as well with uh, Coach Duck as well from Shelbyville. Joining the program as well, coming sports up. Sports history. And this date in sports history as yep. well. Yep. Write that down so I don't Jam forget packed. it. And so I know that we didn't get to it on the Trestle Show, yep. but I don't want your hard work to be oh, well, I appreciate uh, for it. not. The copy and pasting sports job. Sports Center. Yes. Sports Center, what do you got? Blues got their first win of the season on Saturday as they got a 2-1 shootout victory over the Kraken. That's right. Boom. Lost to my Kraken. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's like 0-2 now? Yeah. Blues are 1-0-1 at the beginning of the season. They host the Coyotes on Thursday. South, That's right. Southeast Missouri State took down EIU 35-28 in football, but SAU got the win over Murray State 27-6. Blackhawks were able to overcome a three-second period goals during a 3-2 loss to Canadiens on Saturday. The Hawks are now 1-2-0 to visit the Maple Leafs tonight. The Bulls trailed for the final three quarters during a 116-102 preseason loss to the Nuggets at Ball Arena. Bulls are down by as many as 18 points during the losing effort. Kobe White and Patrick Williams both scored 20 points to lead Chicago. Bulls are 0-2 in exhibition play, and they host the Raptors tomorrow. It's okay. It's only only exhibition. That's right. Pacers <laughs> preseason continues tonight. Indiana is playing its first game at Gamebridge Fieldhouse when it hosts the Atlanta Hawks. Pacers have dropped each of their first two exhibition games Atlanta is a perfect 3-0 this preseason with wins over Cleveland, Memphis, and New Orleans. The Liberty avoided getting swept in the WNBA Finals as New York defeated the Aces 87-73 in Game 3 at the Barclays Center. John Quell Jones scored a team-high 27 points to lead the Aces while Brianna Stewart, or to lead the Liberty, while Brianna Stewart posted a double-double with 20 points and 12 rebounds. Liberty cut the series deficit to 2-1 in the best-of-five series. Game 4 is Wednesday in Brooklyn. Double-double. Double-double. Speaking of double-doubles, how about triple-doubles? The Iowa Hawkeyes women's basketball team is crushing attendance record. Over 55,000 fans watched Caitlin Clark and the Hawkeyes route DePaul 94-72 in the crossover at Kinnick game on Sunday. The exhibition contest was played outdoors at Iowa's football Kinnick Stadium, helping the Hawkeyes shatter the all-time women's basketball single-game attendance record. Previous record was set during the 2002 NCAA championship when Connecticut and Oklahoma drew just south of 30,000 fans, and Caitlin Clark had a triple-double in that game. Yeah, I saw that, and that should have been part of my uh, top mm-hmm. top three, but uh, that was a cool thing to yep. see there with uh, Iowa it doing that. It had to that. be cold, too. Yeah, I think the most of them were wearing long sleeves. I don't care. I'm not playing basketball. Yeah, but when you're, you're, you're running around, you got long sleeves on, you're all, you're all juiced up. San Francisco Giants coach Alyssa Necken is making history again. Reports said that the Giants have formally interviewed Necken for its manager position. She's believed to be the first woman to earn a formal interview with an MLB team for a managerial position. She already made history in 2020. She became the first woman to be named to an MLB coaching staff. 33-year-old was considered to be a key part of the coaching staff when the Giants won a franchise record 107 games in 2021. Mm-hmm. And finally, Travis... Yes. 2028 Summer Olympics will see five new sports added when the games are held in Los Angeles. The International Olympic Committee announced Monday that baseball 
softball, cricket, lacrosse, squash, and flag football have been approved to be added to the program. Cities are able to request the addition of sports when they host the games. The president of the IOC said the choice of the five new sports will showcase iconic American sports while also bringing international sports to the country. Modern uh, pentathlon and weightlifting also received endorsements from the IOC to be included in the 2028 Olympics after initially not being part of the program. You believe weightlifting wasn't going to be at the Olympics? Yeah, That's that like seems strange. Olympic things. So. Yeah. But there you go, Travis. Flag football will be at the Olympics. <sighs> USA. Geez. Yeah. Got to be like, tryouts somewhere. Let's see if we can get on a, get on a team. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's try to qualify for the Olympics. Always tie the flags. That's the key. Oh, is it? Yes. I'll be sharing entire secrets. I know. They're over the airwaves. And that's, uh, that's your sports center. That's your sports center. That's a lot there. And I uh, also wanted to add that the uh, first Associated Press Top 25 College Basketball Poll preseason, Illinois made it. Barely. By our hair of our chinny chin chins and by the hair of Terrence Shannon Jr. 25th. 25th? 25th in the College Basketball Poll. Uh. Travis, uh, where is uh, the team that you don't think is any good FAU at? Uh, Kansas is at number one. I didn't ask about Kansas. We'll see them in a couple of weeks. Yes, we will for a uh, practice. Charity game. So a charity count. game. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Duke's number two. Uh, uh-huh. Purdue and Michigan State back-to-back there, mm-hmm. three and four mm-hmm. for the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga opens up at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky open up at 16, yeah. Texas 18, North Carolina 19, USC, do they have Bronny or not? They're still at 21. Alabama, they're just ahead of Illinois. Wisconsin just missed out, though, out of the top 25. Uh, Maryland, they're receiving 34 votes. Missouri received six. Indiana, three. Where's FAU again? I didn't see him. No, that's a lie. Mm, where are they at? Number 10. Oh, number 10. I must have just glossed over him. Yeah. There. Which hmm. math, 10 in rankings is better than 25. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just making sure. I have no idea how the, the preseason number 10, they'll be one of the first to fall out. I cannot wait till Illinois loses to them at Madison Square. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun to have to have that what show is that on game? Wednesday. I cannot wait. <laughs> what is that game on versus I, FAU? I cannot wait. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. December 5th. Travis, you know. Tuesday, I'll probably have a basketball game that night. You will. That's what makes it great. Uh, I was going to say, we could do a watch-along. Travis, I am willing to put a wager on this. And you know I hate wagering things. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to do a wager on this because FAU Ooh. is better than Illinois. Ooh. I'll take that. We'll talk off air. Yeah, we'll have to work through that. Man, this stinks on December 5th. Have to look at a basketball schedule. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll see have one where for I'm you. at. 
see if uh maybe that's uh, a random day off random day you don't you don't have to work tournament game nope too early for tournaments dang uh too early for the christmas tournament yep dang here we go december 5th you said December 5th, yep, it's Tuesday. December 5th. You're at Newton, Travis. Mm, Newton, so I'll just come over there. I'll just come over after after my game's I'm over. I'm in Cumberland. Uh, so. Hey, I got Casey that night. That should be a, a good one. Mm. Well, I think that we're probably going to get the early game. On that one for FAU. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Jimmy V, maybe they've already... Yeah, they already said it was at uh, 5.30 Central. Yep. That's what the Illinois website has here. Ottawa is the uh, exhibition opener. This Friday. This Friday. This Friday. Kansas on Sunday, the 29th. So a couple Sundays from now. Yep. And our coverage, Travis, this Friday starts at... Oh, I'm on December. Hold on. Go to the right month, Eric. Six o'clock. Six no, o'clock. No, I lied. It's a Listen. lie. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. And then the game on uh, the 29th against Kansas is at four o'clock start time. Maui Strong Relief against Kansas. Yep, that's right. That's right. And 4.30 start time, by the way, for that Florida Atlantic game on 98.9 the game. Hmm. There you go. There you go. And got uh, homecoming on Saturday as well that we'll talk about the uh, Illinois-Maryland win. Illinois win over Maryland, I guess I should say. Be more clear on that. And also, by the way, uh, bragging rights, Travis, will be the 22nd at 7 o'clock. Oh, I know. I know. It's the Friday before Christmas. Mm, I know. Always on a game. Or more often than not. Show uh, Not this year, Travis. You're good. I'm golden. You're golden. You don't Ooh. have a game that Friday. Ooh, it's on. Sound like Donkey Kong. Mm. Let's explore tickets on Enterprise <laughs> Center right now. Let's go. Don't have a game. I'm you bragging have a game rights. the night before at Marshall. That's okay. And then your next game is until the 26th. Very well. Which is tourney time. Very well. So that opens up. There you go. McBride. I just made your day. Yeah, McBride Holmes bragging rights. It makes the fact that he's going to lose the FAU game a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, right. No way. No way. Owls are overrated. Nope. Better than the Illini. We'll see. We'll see come December 5th. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just continue and let's move along here. And let's continue in high school football as we continue to our you like me now for week eight. Are you like me now?
Gotta wait until that hook drops as it's How Do You Like Me Now, week eight. This one was an easy one for me. Yeah, me too. We probably have the same one. I doubt it. Okay. FEM. FEM over Mount Zion. How do you like me now? Not very many people giving him a chance on a Friday. And coming out here and getting the win. Dominating the point of attack. Blueprint. FEM got it. And it beat Mount Zion. I agree. No way. Yes. All right, the mine is Litchfield. Okay. Litchfield over Pena. I said FEM because, Travis, and again, this is an off-the-air thing. We were discussing where you were going to be for playoff football helping me do the Cumberland broadcast. <laughs> yeah. That's how little I gave Effingham, even mm -hmm. though I picked them and picked them. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. I, oh, I didn't give them a chance. Yep. So I have to say that they were my how you like me now because they, they did what they needed to do. Okay. Took care of business. Took care of business. Runner-up Nokomis, but I'm not getting into that. <laughs> Why not, Eric? We may have some some bumpers coming. Oh, that. oh, we will. <laughs> we will. Our guy was having him a moment. We're in the pod route, yeah. right? I can say what I want. No one's downloading this, right? Well, I mean, of course people are downloading it, but yes, we're in the pod now. But, I mean, our guy was going through it on Friday. Uh, if you were there or you listened... You know, <laughs> he was he was going through. You know. it. He was having a a meltdown live on air. <laughs> he wasn't having a meltdown per se. I it was, was just, uh, yeah, I a little heated. <laughs> he was going through it, going through it for that about a uh, twenty minute stretch. Yeah. There really, <laughs> I wasn't the only one to be fair. Sure, sure, <laughs> must have just been contagious on that yep. sideline. <laughs> but you will be hearing from that game very, very soon. I promise you that. <laughs> All right, so let's get to uh, beast mode here. I'm on beast mode. Beast mode uh, for week number eight of the high school football season. Who is putting up the points this late in the year? Well, Travis, we're actually starting off beast mode with someone not on beast mode. It's the end of the streak, Travis. Byron did not make 50. Did not make 50. What are they doing? First time this season. They, they won 49-6. to six. So uh, just couldn't quite get it over the 50 mark. So. Come on, they should have just punched it in. I know, right? Field goal, something. What are you doing? Something. Come on. So we have 54 teams on Beast Mode, which is an increase from last week. Locally, Martinsville. Martinsville. Over Galva, 54-6. Martinsville, Travis, 7-1 on the year. Mm. Having a very impressive season. Very, yeah. Argento over Sierra Gordo, 62 to nothing. Vandalia over Gillespie, 52 to 13. Charleston over Taylorville, 55 to seven. One of those teams I talked about at the end of our football segment, Modern Day. Mm -hmm. They defeated St. Teresa, 55 to seven. 55 seven. St. T. Ugh. Ready for the year to be over. Yeah, it's not been a strong year for them. And our top five, Travis Athens defeated Riverton, 64 to 14. 
Street Monet defeated Bloom 65 to nothing. It was Bureau Valley over Aurora Central Catholic 67 to 19. Mount Vernon over Centralia. You'll see Centralia. Mount Vernon got the win 70 to 41. Ooh. It's one of those games you put up 41 points, you expect to be in it, not lose by 29. Yeah, and Centralia. And seeing them on the other side of beast mode. Mm -hmm. And Lo La Mole over Orangeville. Orangeville, a favorite uh, a couple of years ago. They came down and played Cumberland. Uh, they took the loss 72 to 12. Oof. 72 to 12. So 72 that is 12. Our, rough. our top beast of the week. Top of beast of the week. And when we get to the end of the regular season, I will find the uh, teams who put up the most points overall this year. The top beast. I, I think I know who it's going to be. I at least have a leading candidate at this point. But uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll just wait and see. And still got one, right, more week. one more week of the regular season. Yep. Yep. So uh, we'll check in on a beast mode next week. Mm -hmm. So there you go for week eight for beast mode and uh let's get to some uh, let's get to some overreactions here okay overreactions for week eight overreactions no fancy bumper or anything Before pick this. i mean i we can do pick them first if you'd like it doesn't matter to me some of the overreactions may have to do with pick them all right so we'll uh go to pick them first then I mean, any excuse to play this bed earlier than uh -huh. expected is is a win for me. Well, and, and Travis, I'll take them where I can get them. We're we're not gonna talk very long on pick them. Combined, you and me had four points. Yeah. Combined. This was a a rough. Yep. A rough one. FEM versus Mount Zion. Travis said Mount Zion. I said FEM twenty-eight to twenty-four. Reverse psychology worked. Reverse, reverse psychology worked. So you'll happily take a loss in that one. Happily. Yep. I got the point on that one. Cumberland at Nokomis. I said Cumberland thirty to fourteen. Travis said Cumberland one nothing. Nokomis won. So we both took L's in that one. Yep. Shelbyville at Clinton. We both said Shelbyville. Travis said thirty-five twenty-one. I said thirty-six twenty, and they were under. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Just one more score. Yep. Uh, Pena at Litchfield. We both said Pena. We both took L's there. Yep. Yep. Saturday action. Illinois at Maryland. Maryland minus 13 and a half. We both said Maryland and Illinois won. <sighs> Why? Thanks, Illinois. Why? The time that I don't go a homer pick. I know. I pick. I should have did it. Vikings versus the Bears on Sunday. Vikings minus three. We both picked the Bears and the Vikings won. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and knocked out Justin Fields. He did. Colts at Jags. Jags minus four. Travis went Colts. I went Jags. Hey, Jacksonville got the win for me. Thank you. And then... Boo. 49ers minus 10 against the Browns. We both went 49ers. Of course we did. Browns took the uh, upset win there. So, Travis. Jeez. If you were perfect thus far this season, you'd be have 119 total points. Mm -hmm. You are still in the lead. You have 47. <laughs> uh -huh. I have 41. Record-wise, if you were perfect, you'd be 55 and 0. I don't want to hear this. Travis is currently 32 and 23, and mm. I am 36 and 19. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that record. 
took a big hit. You're still winning in the points. Yeah, I know, but still up by six in the points. It's all about aesthetics. I want the record to look pretty too. Well, and and I have a, a proposal to you for for next week. We'll talk off air about that. So. I was going to say, we uh, we need to do something for the playoffs. Oh, yeah, we're going to, trust me. But the final week, we may do something, too. So mm. we'll Very talk well. about that. We'll talk. Yes. We'll have a discussion. We'll have a meeting, set up a time. Yes, yes. Do it over Zoom, mm-hmm. Skype, or whatever. No, I think, I think we'll actually do it in person. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. So now we can get to some overreactions Now we can get here. some overreactions. So let's get to the first one, Travis. Taylorville. Yep. He's going to miss the playoffs. Miss the playoffs. That might actually not be. That's not a huge overreaction. Not a huge one, no. Um, I just, I I think they'll win this week. I just don't think they have the points. Right, yeah, 29 points. They're just not there for them, mm-hmm. especially with the way the bubble is kind of shaping out. Yeah. I just don't think there's enough points there. Right. On the opposite side, Travis Tuscola is going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to get the win this week. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I don't think that's yeah too no. far of a stretch. No. So I, I think Tuscola is going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I agree. Little Lani, Travis. Mm-hmm. Olney is going to go winless this year. Ooh. Yeah. I, this Olney team has not done a single thing for me at all this year. No, not a lot at all. I mean, it's Robinson. No. Mm-mm. Maybe. Mm-mm. Nope, not going to happen. Only will go winless. Mm, that's rough. Lincoln Prairie, Travis. Yep. Argenta will make the playoffs. Will make the playoffs. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, I mean, a, a team that just put up 62 and has won three of their last four. Uh-huh. They, they're coming together. They're clicking at the right time. Now, they haven't beaten anyone quality in those three of the last four. Sure. But doing what they need to do doing what they need to do team playing with their back against the wall yeah so, so. part b of that mm-hmm. cumberland's gonna miss the playoffs oh you were just you're just like five and two yes but i think nokomis will win this week yeah they probably will and i think argenta has a chance to beat cumberland i'm not saying they're going to i'm not saying i'm picking it this is a, a overreaction on a Monday. Uh-huh. Sure. Argenta wins and Nokomis wins. That puts both of them ahead of Cumberland as far as the positioning in the postseason, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't know if there's enough there for the Pirates to get in because now we're closed conference. You just sure. got to depend on the teams that are in your conference. And as good as the top has been, the bottom has been that bad as well. So it's kind of evened out. Right. Yeah. I can see that. And I think at 3, 4, 5A, you can have the closed conference work. We've seen it for years with the South Central Conference, and it work. But those bubbles are a lot weaker than 1A. 1A has a lot more schools in it than that Mm -hmm. 3, 4-ish range. Yeah. Yeah, the bubble's a lot smaller. And speaking of the South Central Conference, Travis, that's where we're heading to last. Mm Mm-hmm. Pena. Uh oh. We'll leave the playoffs in the first round. Mm. First round exit for Payne of Panthers. Ooh. Yeah, they're gonna get a tough they get a tough draw. They're gonna get a tough draw, Travis, and they just like you said, 
they haven't won the big games. Mm-hmm. They haven't been playing up to their competition. They've been playing down. Yep. So I just don't have any faith in them playing a good team that they're going to rise to the occasion. Right. Yeah. I, I hope can see I'm that. wrong because I want all of our area teams to advance as far as they can. Mm-hmm. But sure. I, I just don't don't believe in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that might be fair. So there we go. Those are your uh, overreactions for the week. Overreactions for the week. All right. Very good. Uh, By the way, don't forget to tune in on uh, Saturday, 7 to 9, for the starting lineup playoff spectacular. 7 to 9. Yep. Playoff spectacular for the, the starting lineup. And we'll That's have right. it available on pod form shortly after. Of course. We'll reveal the brackets. We'll break it down. And by the end of the night, I will have a bracket filled out as prediction. Tell you where in the South. I'm not doing the whole thing. But who's advancing in the South in each of the five classes? Right, yeah, South. Yes. That's what we focus and on. And it's always at least 10% right. So. Oh. <laughs> Almost. It's 10% right. <laughs> at least 10. At I'll least. give myself 10. At least 10%. At least 10%. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's always uh, one of the most fun that we have on the show. Mm-hmm. So we'll be uh, doing it again Saturday night. Looking yes. forward to it. Yes, yes, yes. Another team that's looking forward to uh, Saturday night is uh, Shelbyville as uh, they're coming off that a big win this past Friday and clinch that conference championship. We get into that here with Coach Duckett and uh, talk to him about the big win, what it means for the program and what their plans are for Saturday for the playoffs and uh, their Week 9 matchup against Nashville. So a lot of good talking points here with uh, Coach Duckett. So we'll get to him right now. Travis Sparks here. Joining us on the starting lineup is Coach Duckett from the Shelbyville Rams. And, uh, Coach, how is it going for you today? Yeah, and uh, be the first one to, uh, I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the first one, but I uh, have to start off here by saying congratulations on uh, winning the game. And uh, the uh, Shelbyville Rams now are 8-0, and they are conference champions here. And so congratulations, Coach. And it was the first conference title for Shelbyville since 1992. I know it was a different conference. And your first one here for the CIC in what could be the last year of the CIC as we know it. So that is also has to be pretty special as well. through the years you had uh, Decatur St. Teresa have conference titles Tuscola and Central A&M of course but uh, now you can uh, etch your names on the last possibly CIC uh, trophy as well (laughs) 
All right, yeah, exactly. I know your work isn't done, but let's talk how you got there to the conference title in a Friday night's game against Clinton. You won a 22-12 there, and it started off pretty well for you as Landon Wallace got the first score for you on the board to make it 6 nothing and give you the lead early on, playing through those tough conditions on Friday. And then uh, early on, as well, it was a close, tight-knit game there. As uh, After uh, you guys got on the board, uh, they responded uh, as well. But uh, really kind of think a turning point there was uh, late in the first half as uh, Brody, he actually uh, got in the end zone one time, but then it got called back due to a penalty. But then later on, he scored anyways to make it 22-6 to right before the half. So that was uh, huge to go in the locker room uh, with a two-score lead there. And yeah, so that would get even more of a big deal, that, that score there. You had a 10-point lead after they scored there. And then uh, defensively, you came up big when you needed to as well. Uh, Brody Hancock with a key sack there to preserve the two-score lead uh, late in the game as well. So uh, defense came up big when, when, they, when you needed them the most as well. Sure, yeah, and uh, that was 28-12 uh, to 12 with uh, Shastine's uh, score, and that was in the third quarter still, and you basically had to hold on there for the last quarter and a half uh, for the rest of the game, and then uh, Bain converted on a uh, fourth down conversion to ice the game there. So uh, really he was kind of on pins and needles, I'm sure, there in the last quarter and a half to try to hang on to the lead.
sure. Absolutely right there, and uh, well, you guys uh, preserved the win, and you got out of it with a 28-12 to win, and you improved to 8-0 and got that conference title uh, there, and, and now you guys uh, finish up the regular season uh, week nine, and it's against Nashville uh, on the road against the Hornets, who come in here at 5-3, and three. and uh, I know it's also a big uh, part of to check off the checklist here of uh, finishing off the regular season uh, undefeated. I know you want more goals in the playoffs, but I know that would also be a big deal as well to finish off the, this with a regular season undefeated uh, streak. And then uh, coming up on a Saturday as well will be the brackets for revealed for the uh, playoffs. And I know maybe the mood might uh, change depending on the outcome of the game on Friday night. But what is uh, Saturday going to look like? Uh, you guys, you know, know where you stand. Uh, probably being a top seed in uh, in class. I think you're solidly uh, in a two A uh, there with uh, 349 uh, your enrollment. So uh, what's uh, what's Saturday gonna gonna look like there as you wait the announcement of the playoff brackets. see where you guys land on a Saturday and Coach Will will let you go here and uh, again a big congratulations to Shelbyville for the conference title there and uh, we'll talk to you next week about the uh, the playoff matchup and about Friday's results so uh, we'll, we'll let you go here so uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate him uh, for joining this show, uh, joining the program. We'll have uh, other area coaches on later in the week. So one of many mm -hmm. talking to uh, this week before the uh, playoffs begin there. And all right, so uh, let's move on here and uh, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to uh, some MLB postseason action as uh, game number one of the uh, CS ALCS took place yesterday, as it was the Rangers continuing their nice run here, as uh, Jordan Montgomery, great pitching performance for him, strong outing for the uh, former Cardinal there for half a season and uh, more, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but a six and a third inning, only giving up five hits, no runs. And six strikeouts, outdueling Justin Verlander 
on the opposite side. And Texas picking up the dub. They only got two runs, but that's all they needed with the way that Montgomery was pitching in uh, their bullpen. Doesn't allow a hit. I mean, a Chapman or, uh, one of their pitchers had a walk, but that's it. So not a lot doing for the bullpen uh, or against the bullpen mm-hmm. for the Astros team. And so um, Texas 1-0 series lead here. Travis, I, I think Texas is going to be very dangerous. I think the Rangers can win the whole thing. Yeah, I think they're setting themselves up quite nicely. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if momentum is a thing, I don't think there's a team out there that has more than Texas right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say Philly, but I I think the Rangers even more so than the Phillies. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely playing some good ball. And, uh, Montgomery, especially against uh, Alvarez, he was over three. Had some strikeouts, too. I think all three were strikeouts uh, against Montgomery and 0 for 4 for the entire game. So, top of that lineup, mm-hmm. really doing nothing. I mean, Abreu had uh, a hit, uh, Bregman had a hit, but that was pretty much it for the Strohs. Well, and let's talk about demoralizing Travis. You get Verlander back if you're the Strohs. You get your guy back, mm-hmm. and you lose. And you lose, yep. That's demoralizing. Mm-hmm. Right. Could you not say he's the ace, right? Still the ace? Or is he ace two? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say ace two, uh, Valdez. Valdez would probably be yeah. the original ace. But Verlander coming in midway through the season on the trade deadline, sure. Uh, but, yeah, you expect to uh, win, win the game when he's on the mound. And they didn't do it. Nope. So uh, Astros trail 1-0, and they're back at it today. 3-30 for the game. You can hear a 98-9 the game. Uh, Valdi Valdez, game two there. And a game one of the NLCS is also uh, tonight there in Red October of Philadelphia. My favorite city is 707. Be the first pitch. Gallon against Wheeler is the pitching matchup. Which game more on ninety nine the game as well. Very nice. Both games. Yep. Both games there. And, and we'll have the NLCS tomorrow. Kelly versus Nola pitch a matchup there. So there you go. Yeah. CS is underway. Getting closer. Getting closer to the world. Closer Series. to what you and me care about, Travis, the off season. Yeah, particularly for sure. See what our teams can actually do, if anything. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's what we're all sitting around Big, here big for. talks, big. Yep. Get out the wallets is what they say. Yep. We'll believe it when we see it. Yep. For both of our teams. Yep. Exactly. See what they do. So. If you're the Cubs, you better pay Cody Bellinger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he take the Instagram recently and write a nice little note. He did. Kind of was like, like a, a goodbye. yeah. It kind of sounded like a goodbye note. I guess we'll just wait and see what yep. happens. Yep. <laughs> Reassignment there. Uh, let's yeah. take a look at some uh, NFL action uh, from uh, yesterday. Uh, the uh, Ravens they were over in uh, London taking on the uh, Titans, and hey, Ravens pulled it out here. 
24-16, knocked Ryan Tannehill out of the game, and Malik Willis had to come in and try to make the comeback, but nothing doing for the Titans over there in London. And the Ravens pulled out here. 24 to 16 mm-hmm. was the final. Uh speaking of another 24 to 16 game, it was the Commanders over the uh Falcons 24 to 16. Is a late red zone interception there was costly for the Falcons against Washington, so they're back to 500 and Falcons fall to 500. Uh, they're speaking of a team that just beat the Commanders. Well, they uh, still haven't won at Soldier Field in over a year or close to it. Mm-hmm. Vikings got the win without Justin Jefferson, and they got the win 19 to 13 in a rock fight. Yeah, it wasn't even. Uh, it was like a pillow fight, and the Vikings won here 19 to 13. Yep. They also knocked out Justin Fields as well with that wrist. Yep. And so. I don't know what to say. Bears stink. There you go. I said it. Badger throw that uh, bad interception there at the very end. I thought he was playing decent up until that point, but then that late pick sealed it for him. And just a bad, bad game. Uh, Fields was diagnosed with a, a dislocated thumb on his throwing hand after he exited Sunday's loss against the Vikings. No that excuse. was according to Jay Glazer of Fox Sports. No excuse. He stunk. I mean, yeah, it was a very. I'm not accepting it. Sorry. Wasn't a very good game after the the win. To come out with that performance. Yep. Yep. Trash. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So now the Bears are one and five. They're against the Raiders on Sunday. Uh, elsewhere, the uh, Bengals they got the uh, win over the uh, Seahawks, seventeen to uh, thirteen, and uh, late. Fourth and goal sack cost the Seahawks there. And the Bengals back to 500. Just what everyone expected. The 49ers going down here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Browns without Deshaun Watson. Doesn't matter. 19-17. They get the win. That was crazy. Uh, Robbie Gold missing the field goal there at the very end. I thought he was automatic. What are you doing, Robbie Gold? It wasn't even Robbie Gold. No. I was just kidding. I saw something on uh, social media that uh, you got Duke. that got me. You got me. I was like, no way he's still the kicker there. I thought he was retired. It was Moody who missed the kick. One for three on field goal attempts. Congratulations, whoever that was on social media. You got Travis. I hope you're happy. Uh, I mean, it makes me question whether I know ball or not. <sighs> Uh, Christian McCaffrey also uh, left this game. Uh, Oblique injury and left the game and uh, didn't come back in. Mm -hmm. Uh, What? Christian McCaffrey hurt? No. Where have I heard this before? Never. George Kittle was ineffective in this one. So Brock Purdy not sharp. 
just a bad day for the 49ers. I guess you have one of those every now and then. But you don't usually expect it with the best team in, you know, what people consider the best team in football. Right. I mean, George Kittle, two targets, one catch for a yard. Ugh. Thanks for that. After a two touchdown or three touchdown performance last week. Hey, the roller coaster that is the NFL. Yep. Uh, Panthers haven't won a game yet. They lost against the Dolphins yesterday, 42-21. to Tua scoring a three through the air. And Morissette picking up a couple of scores. Tyree Kill doing backflips in the end zone with a gentleman's cell phone. Saw that. That almost made my top three. Yeah, he'll probably get fined. Oh, of course he will because the NFL yeah, is the that. no fun league. But I don't think that the video was that great. I think he stopped the video short. I don't think it uh, went out from what I saw, nah. the clip that I saw. So that would have made my top three if they would have perfected the uh, dismount. Yeah, on the on the shot mm-hmm. there. So uh, the Jags they lost to the Colts, thirty-seven to twenty. Uh, so the Jags picking up the win, fourth win. Though, Trevor Lawrence came up hobbling there late. I know it didn't mean anything for the final drive, but uh, he'll undergo an MRI today, but considered day-to-day, according yeah. to Ian Rappaport, with that possible injury there. Mm, so good. we'll wait to see what his status is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texans, they won over the Saints 20-13. to As Derek Carr loses to his brother's former team, so brother gets some bragging rights, I'm sure. There, not all is well in New Orleans uh, with that loss. Mm-hmm. The uh, Raiders, speaking of a place that's not very well, that's the Patriots. They fall to 1-5 after this loss. 21-17 to was the final score there, and Mac Jones gets sacked in the end zone for a safety to finish things off there for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, revenge game, but did he hurt in this one? Yeah, he didn't return as he hurt his back, and he didn't finish the game. Everyone getting hurt. I know. There's a lot of injuries this week, this weekend. Brian Hoyer had to come in and finish the rest of the game. That's who you want to finish up things for you. Hey, but he got it done. I think it was he played for the Patriots too. Yep. Revenge all the way around. Everyone gets revenge. Uh, the Rams, they beat the uh, Cardinals as Arizona gets pushed to 1-5 and five here. So the Rams back to 500, 26-9, a win. A Cooper Cup, seven grabs, 100, or 148 yards, and a score. Uh, the Jets, just what everyone predicted as well, they beat the Eagles 20-14. to 14. So 49ers going down, Philadelphia going down. Mm-hmm. There, so Zach Wilson gets the best of Jalen Hurts. So, 20-14. J-E-T-S, hmm. Jets, Jets, Jets. Wins for Greeny. Hey. And wins against Philadelphia. Yeah, Greeny was happy about that. I'm happy for him. So, Do especially this, this week. Do you believe this whole Aaron Rodgers is coming back? Thing? I mean, man, he's Come throwing on. passes after this injury. Travis. He's not even on crutches anymore, bro. Travis. He could come back. He could come back this season. And you hit me with a bro, too. 
Ugh, that's I mean, the worst bro. Thing. You sound just like a Jets fan. <laughs> Go to New York. I don't want you here. Fireman Ed, here I come. We uh, we're right there in Jets fandom. Uh, he could come back. He's going to come back. I don't uh, say he could. He's going to come back. Jets are going to wind up winning this thing and winning. Stop. Getting the playoffs. Stop. <laughs> oh, stop right now. It's possible. No. It's possible, no. bro. No. Uh, back-to-back wins here. And they got the Giants this week. They could go on a win streak. But, of course, you never know. The Giants. I mean, talk about a rock fight. We skipped over the Bucks game, but, I mean, 14-9. to Buffalo. I mean, if you see the score, 14-9. to Oh, it must have been snowing in Buffalo. Nope. No. Nope. No, it was fine. But... What are you doing? Like 14 points in the fourth quarter. That was an awful game last night. 14 to nine was the final. Tyrod Taylor had 200 yards. More, more of a performance than Josh Allen. Come on. And he'll go undergo testing for his right shoulder on Monday. Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. But it's believed not to be dealing with a serious injury, according to NFL.com. Well, at least that's good. Not serious. 169 yards a pick. Unbelievable. So good is what you're saying. No. No. It's awful. Uh, the Lions, they picked up the win over the Bucks, 20-6. to As Lions, 5-1 and one now. Mm. Uh, Packers and Steelers were off this week, and then uh, the Cowboys and Chargers are on prime time tonight. Monday Night Football. Dallas favored by a point and a half. Currently, Justin Herbert dealing with uh, an injury as well. We'll see if Dallas can bounce back after that pitiful performance against the 49ers. Yeah. Need to have a bounce back game. A certain Dallas Cowboy hater. Might be in attendance tonight. Oh, boy. Stephen A. Smith is talking about going to the game on first take this morning. Of course he is. He's out in L.A. Him and Shannon were both in the L.A. studios today. So Uh, don't be too surprised if Walk comes walking on the sidelines with his glasses and his cowboy hat, Southern Steve as they call him. And I hope that they win. Just to take it to him. I'm getting tired of him too. <laughs> him and Dion both. Ah. Yes. I'll always enjoy me some Stephen A. Smith. No. He's become too much of a character. Well, yeah, he's Not must. Himself. So he's must see TV. He's a sports entertainer. Wrong business. Hey, they got sports entertainers all over the place there at ESPN now. With uh, McAfee. That's true. So, there you go. All right. So, uh, what else do we have here? We have this day in sports history, NASCAR. Entertainment. Entertainment recap. Entertainment recap. So, let's just get to that recap. Okay. Entertainment. I went Patriots plus three. Uh, No. No. I went Cardinals plus seven. Thanks, Travis. You're Rams on that one. 
Giants plus 15 and a half. <laughs> that was a skid. That was, that was a good one. Stanford plus 12 and a half. Yep, they won it outright. They won it outright. Arkansas plus 20 against Alabama. They kept yeah, it within 20. Yep. yep. Indiana plus 34 against Michigan. Not good. I was nope. like, I nope. don't think so. Purdue plus 19 against Ohio State. Nope. 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 Vanderbilt plus 31 and a half against Georgia. That's a win, Travis. I say, I was, I say yes, that was yes. good. Texas A&M plus three against Tennessee. That's a loss. Uh, UMass plus 41 and a half against Penn State. Major loss. I think they lost 63 to nothing. <laughs> so I will take an L on that one. Iowa plus 10 against Wisconsin. Beat them outright. Take that. Wyoming plus 11 and a half against Air Force. They covered. That's all that mattered. And Missouri plus two and a half against Kentucky. Mizzou won. I say I thought they won outright. Yep. So overall, we went seven and six. Seven and six, not bad. Not bad. Take a dub for the week. Not bad winners right there. I'll take a win where I can get them because there are some places I can't buy a win. Wow, whatever do you mean Speaking by of that? Not buying wins. <laughs> Uh, NASCAR. Yes. NASCAR and NASCAR Pick'em. Yes. I already mentioned Kyle Larson won in Vegas. I, the entire weekend, thought that Travis had picked <laughs> Kyle Larson. So I was ready to come in here and concede the championship and say I'm done. Finished. <laughs> it's over. But yeah, no. Yeah, the, uh, the, cons- the, uh. Concession speech. Concession yes. speech yes. written up in his drafts. Yes, but. But Travis picked Kyle Larson a couple weeks ago, I so did, he did yeah. not. Say so he picked Ross Chastain. Mm-hmm. I picked William Byron, who finished third here in February, mm-hmm. March, March, February, somewhere in there. Um, but William Byron finished sixth. Ross Chastain finished fifth. That's another win for Travis. Travis, in these playoffs, you have a worst finish of ninth. Yep. That's good, man. On a roll. So Travis is now up five. Yep. 23 to 18 with three races left. Mm-hmm. I have to get a win. <laughs> yep. It's you the need only it. chance I got. Yep, you need a win. I need I need a win soon. Where are we at this week? We are at Homestead. Homestead. Miami. I said we're going from Vegas to Miami, so we need to find a third-party spot that's not Martinsville, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a party spot. No. Say Dallas. Is Dallas a party spot? L.A., Chicago, <sighs> well, New York? Yes, those are party spots. I don't know about Dallas. I think Austin, I think, would be more of a party uh, no, city. The track's not near Austin. Well. I mean, I guess I, I, guess I could have done the street course now. Yeah. There you go, another but street race. Instead, we're going to Homestead, and we will uh, pick on Friday. <laughs> oh, yes. As I try to claw back. Yes, we will. I can't have Travis win a race. <laughs> like, he can he can win our pick event, but he cannot win a race. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, all righty. All right, so uh, we conclude with this day in sports history. All right. 
this day in sports history. Travis, on this day in 2003, Aaron Boone's walk-off home run against Tim Wakefield caps a Yankees comeback against the Red Sox, give the Yankees a win in Game 7 as well as the AL pennant. It's one of five walk-off homers in a winner-take-all game in MLB postseason history. Yep. Aaron bleeping Boone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, with the famous yep. bat flip. Yep. Uh, on this date in 2006, the Bears scored two defensive touchdowns and a punt return touchdown, down 23-3 to to beat the Cardinals, leading Dennis Green to exclaim, <laughs> the Bears are who we thought they were after the game. Uh, let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. <laughs> the was... Bears are who we thought they were. That was amazing. What else do you want to know? <laughs> what amazing, uh, legendary yep. press conference right there from RIP. The late great. Yes. Uh, On this day in 2008, the Red Sox rallied from a 7-0 deficit to defeat the Rays and extend the series in Game 5 of the ALCS. There has only been one larger comeback in postseason history as the 1929 A's rallied from 8 down to beat the Cubs 10-8 in the World Series. So, there is that. Of course, the Cubs have to give up a big lead. <laughs> and finally, on this date in 2014, Travis Travis Ishikawa's walk-off home run give the Giants a win over the Cardinals in Game 5 of the NLCS and the NL pennant. The Giants went on to win the World Series, becoming the first wild-card team to do so under the new wild-card game format. Did you have to bring up that one? Hey, I had to talk about Bartman last week, so I have to bring this up for you. Oh you have gosh. to feel some pain, too, every once in a while. Can't be all rainbows and butterflies for you. What would you say that was? 2014? 2015? 2015? 15? 16? Oh, it was it 16? I don't think. 2015. Giants, Cardinals. No, it, it had to be 14. So the Giants only made it to the play uh, to the World Series on even years. Yep. So it has to be 14. <sighs> Just to see if I remember, I try to block this this one out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if I have to feel the pain, sometimes you do too. 2014, yep. That good team you had that year, Travis? No, but that was a side story to that. What's that? But is is it this one? What I'm looking at here is deceptive. Oh. Because it was a. Uh, was the NLCS? Yeah, it was. Mm, maybe it wasn't the one I'm thinking of. I'm looking at the 2014 NLCS. Uh huh. I mean, it's the one I'm not. I'm You're thinking of something else. What year did they face off against each other in the walk-off? 2014. Something else. I think it was the 2012. Uh, yeah, that was the 2012 one I was thinking of. Yeah, that was the one I'm thinking of. So, no side story for the 2015 okay. one. Yeah. Yeah, it was the 20, 2012 one where uh, my friend and I were there for game four and we left the stadium that night. We were up three to one and we were going to the World Series and then the Cardinals come out and only score a run run in three clinching games mm. uh, the very next night. 
Uh, Barry Zito pitches the game of his life, old man Barry Zito, yep. in 2012. And so me and my uh, friend partied in St. Louis, going on. Thought we were going to the World Series, and they lose. Travis counted chickens. We did. They weren't even eggs yet. We did, man. That was 2012. We we enjoyed ourselves. We didn't. That was before Ballpark Village. We. We hit up Mike Shannon's. Now, do you do you want me to make you feel after really the bad, game, Travis? What's that? That walk off in 2014. Uh huh. Was nine years ago, and the closest the Cardinals have been to a World Series Ugh. since. Yeah. Yeah, it stings a little bit. I, I, you know, like I said, I don't get to, I don't get to every once in a while. So when I, when it comes up, I gotta make you feel the pain. Hmm. I got all the pains. I just I just read a story about the Red Sox coming from behind, and it still had to end with a blurb about the Cubs blowing it. Like, <laughs> I can't escape it. It's there all the time. All the time. They blew it this year. Mm-hmm. I'm living it right now. Yeah, they did. So. Yeah, they blew it. Yeah, they blew it. You can't blow, can't blow the season if you're out of it by July. <laughs> yeah, go. Got nothing to look forward to. Yep. So, hey, but Travis, mm-hmm. if you're looking for something to do, city tickets went on sale for the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. Go support St. Louis City in their first year. Made the playoffs. Won the West. Playoffs. Dominant. Dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that's a hot, hot ticket. So, Oh, I'm sure uh, it is, too. I don't know if you I'll be able to. You won't to. have to worry about Messi because I don't think Miami's in the West, but I don't understand how the soccer standings work because I, I just don't get it, but. I doubt that I'm going to be able to afford playoff tickets yeah, to a yeah, uh, you probably won't to the soccer match. But hey, good luck to uh, City. Yeah, good luck. Absolutely. Some St. Louis team has to win at some point. Yeah, at some point. Since they took away the Battle Hawks from you, they're still going to be around, right? I don't know. I mean, they have to keep. Out of all the cities they keep in this merger, they have to keep that one. But will they keep the name? I'm sure we've already established uh, brand could cause the law. Well, they don't care about that, Travis. They should. They should. But they it's won't. the law. Could call. You need to do some research and see if Kroenke's behind the USFL, Travis. That'll <laughs> give you your answer. If he's got any money at all uh, in that thing, you know your answer. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's tied up with uh, other things, so okay. he doesn't okay. need to add another thing to his plate. He's already got a million and a half franchises already, so uh, and worth like and winning ten trillion dollars or whatever. Way, Rams won a World Series, won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. The Nuggets won the uh, NBA. Mm-hmm. He's a winning man. Oh yeah, I I saw him there on the uh, when the Nuggets won the title. He was all over the podium. You bet. That was his third game all year he's been to with the Nuggets. So, uh, anyways, we're uh, going to get out of here. That music means that we're, we're getting played out here. We're getting cut off. So, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We'll be, uh, yes, thank you. Uh, Frederick just wanted to get out of here for this Monday. His uh, lunch must be getting cold. So, uh, we'll get out of here. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Peace out.